Welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm your host, Stephanie. This is part two of my conversation with Maisie Robinson, and we are talking about mental, emotional, and spiritual health. And so Maisie is an amazing lady. She's a licensed professional counselor in Atlanta, Georgia. She talks all about self-worth. And today we are really going deep in part two about self-worth. And she gives us some wonderful imagery, how we can really cultivate as moms. We were just talking about this. This is the question she I posed to her in, at the end of part one. How can we as women and moms especially find our worth in who we are instead of what we do? It's so hard. It's such a struggle. And how do we find freedom and cultivate a healthy sense of self-worth? What does this look like? Maisie has so much goodness to share. I was so inspired by her. I cannot wait for you to hear from her more. And also, if you didn't hear in part one, I am doing something so exciting, free, 30-minute coaching calls with me, faithful focus sessions. Let's get you focused on what God's calling you to and how you can get closer with him. I cannot wait to chat with you. If you didn't hear, extra 30-minute call for these three winners who left me a review, Rainy Blue, Jacqueline Fernstead, and Catherine Schaefer. The links are in the show notes to connect with me and schedule your call. And if you're one of those winners, send me an email and I'll chat with you soon. Okay, enjoy part two with Maisie. Like, mm-hmm. how how do people move away from the lives lies that they're, you know, telling themselves maybe subconsciously yeah, into then consciously making an effort to say, I'm actually worthy and I'm loved by yeah. a good father. Yes. Yes. And you said so many good things right then that were absolutely true. It is moving away from the lie, lie and to the truth. It is detaching our worth, really kind of setting our worth free from Uh, the productivity and the performance and the perfectionism and the people pleasing and the yada, yada, yada. It is, you know, I said a second ago, I'm a visual person. And so whenever I say the phrase detaching our worth, I picture someone taking scissors and just cutting a a rope that is pulled so tight, just cutting it and and releasing um, the object at the end so that it can float and be free. And that is what we, what we want to do with our, our, worth. And so there are a couple of different ways that we can begin to detach our worth um, from these external things. Yes, I think we really have to uh, become aware of our self-talk, of our inner dialogue. We have to become aware of when those lies start to shout, when the inner critic um, starts to really take us to town because we didn't get something done or we messed something up, um, and really become aware of What are those negative stories that I tell myself over and over and over again about myself? And we want to become aware of them, not so that we can believe them, but so that we can spot them more quickly. And then we we want to begin to identify the truth and frequently and consistently and audibly and visually remind ourselves of the truth. I am worthy. I am worthy no matter what. I am enough. I am loved. I am lovable. So I'm a big believer in mantras and just repeating a phrase to yourself over and over again. It could be a scripture verse. It could be a line from a song. It could be a phrase that you make up. It could be um, a, a scene from a movie. Um, but the the reason I'm such a believer in mantras is because whatever we repeat to ourselves becomes fact in our mind. So like the example I often give is, the only reason that you know the Declaration of Independence was signed on July 4th, 1776 is because you have heard that fact 
14,000 times in your <laughs> life. And so your brain has memorized that fact. And so our brain does the same thing with our self-talk with with how we talk to ourselves and if we are constantly saying negative things then our brain is going to memorize those negative statements and they are going to become fact in our lives so so a big part of this work with our worth is the rewiring it is saying to ourselves anytime you start to feel those those negative feelings and thoughts creep up it is saying the truth to ourselves over and over again it's saying it out loud so we can hear it it's putting it on post-it no post-it notes on our mirror or or on the inside of a cabinet so when we grab a glass we see a, a bright pink post-it that says i am worthy i am enough um, so yes surrounding ourselves with this truth visually and audibly that I am worthy and I am enough um, is so, so important because if your mind sees and hears it enough, it will begin to believe it. But we have to consistently work to expose ourselves, if you will, to that truth. The other thing that I find that can be helpful when we're wanting to detach our worth from these external things is to begin to tease out our feelings. So what I mean by that is let's say you had a to-do list, you really, really, really wanted to get everything done on that to-do list. It was really important to you for whatever reason. And the the end of the day comes and you didn't get everything done on the to-do list for various sundry reasons. And so you, you have a lot of feelings about that. You may feel frustrated. You may feel disappointed. You may feel discouraged, et cetera, et cetera. What then often happens is that shame uh, likes to creep in and shame is the the feeling of not being good enough and because we're not good enough we then feel unworthy of love and belonging that's Brene if you're a Brene Brown fan mm -hmm. anyone that's her definition and so then what happens is shame likes to creep into the picture and it likes to take over those feelings of discouragement disappointment frustration and it it likes to just suck them all up and then all we feel is shame and then we feel like you know we're unworthy and what's wrong with me i never get anything done i'm not a good enough mom i'm not a good enough wife and so what i encourage people to do is to really tease out those feelings and to really keep shame from trying to creep into the picture because shame wants to creep into any picture available it is just very ag aggressive in that way and so mm -hmm. you you know when you start to feel yourself spiraling at the end of the day i think it's helpful to go okay wait a minute i know that i'm spiraling right now and i know that i am really wrestling now with feeling like i'm a failure and I'm not good enough and I'm not worthy. So I know that shame. So I'm going to, to tease out that thread of shame. What else am I feeling? I'm feeling disappointed. I'm feeling discouraged. I'm feeling frustra fr frustrated. It's okay for me to feel those things that I, because I didn't get everything done. That's understandable. That's normal. That That's natural. But I, I don't have to then pull myself into this pit of unworthiness to where I feel unworthy. I can feel disappointed I didn't get my list done, but I don't have to feel unworthy that I didn't get my list done. Does that kind of make sense? And and so I think it's helpful for people to 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 realize, okay, I can have these feelings, but these feelings don't automatically have to mean that, oh, 
I'm unworthy, I'm unworthy. And, and instead, we want to think of protecting our worthiness. So regardless of what happens during the day, regardless of what happens to you or around you, your worthiness remains protected. And the image that always comes to my mind uh, when I talk about this is, imagine there's a giant field. And in this giant field, there is a tall sunflower, you know, those like big sunflowers and you see those big sunflower fields wherever Mm -hmm. those grow. (laughs) Um, But imagine there's just this one tall sunflower and around that sunflower is a white picket fence. Now, I don't know why there's not a roof in my image, but I'm just sharing with you my image. (laughs) But around that sunflower is a white picket fence and that white picket fence protects that sunflower. So regardless of if the grass all dies around the white, the, the sunflower, regardless of rain or, or, or animals or, or anything, that sunflower is protected. And that's what, how we want to think of our worth. We want to fiercely protect our worth. And so, yes, we can feel disappointed. We can feel discouraged. We can feel frustrated, but those feelings are not going to morph into shame and attack my worth. I am going to protect my worth because that truth is unchanging, that I am worthy. Maybe I'm disappointed, but I am worthy. So I think those are kind of two big ways that people can begin to find this freedom from the external and hold on to their their internal worth, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think something that you pointed out, which I think is worth just repeating, is just the power of recognizing our emotions. Yeah. And, and also, you know, the naming them and then also accepting them. Just yes. saying that, of course, I feel this way. This is yeah. normal. And I mm-hmm. think so often we we run from our emotions and mm-hmm. human emotions are normal. I mean, yeah. they're what God gave us to kind of make sense of the world and understand ourselves, and they protect us and they move us toward action. Um, they're, they're just there. I mean, they're just yeah. going to be there. I think so often we all run from them. And I think there's a fear, at least for me, that if you enter into that emotion, you will somehow become that emotion. That will be your new yes. identity. If you identify with sadness, now I'm a sad person. Mm-hmm. But no, you're just experiencing sadness. And that's a normal human emotion. And that mm-hmm. makes sense. Um, the disappointment, I think, is hard for a lot of people, especially mm-hmm. productive people or people who value productivity, mm-hmm. because it feels like you lost a part of yourself that day. Like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I wasn't my best self and it's disappointing, Mm -hmm. but then Mm -hmm. maybe you can learn something from that. So I think it's so powerful actually to name those emotions and ask yourself that question of like, well, okay, I'm disappointed. Did something happen? Did I not get that item on my to-do list done because I scrolled social media too long? (laughs) Did I sleep in past my alarm? I mean, for me, my kids are my alarm. You're not um, sleeping in. (laughs) Yeah, no. (laughs) But in certain seasons, maybe maybe you do snooze the alarm. Um, Or if you don't have kids, you know. So 
I think just asking ourselves these questions of like, well, why do I feel that way? And what Mm -hmm. happened today? Kind of looking at it like an objective observer, I think has been helpful for me lately, just kind of seeing what has happened in the day. And I think the hardest part is separating what has happened in our day with our self-worth and keeping that separate. I like the the visual of cutting that rope and Uh also the visual of the sunflower and protecting it and just fighting those lies that want to come in and make us feel ashamed. And I really believe, I'm sure you would agree that shame is from the enemy. I mean, God does not shame us. He, he's teaching us. Um, He might discipline us in a loving way and it's not his way, but he doesn't shame us. Like he's not here to say you're bad. No. Yes. Because we are created in his image. So at our core, we are actually good. (laughs) I believe that. Exactly. And I think that's a great point to bring up because a lot of people will ask me, um, well, but my, but isn't my inner critic sometimes good because it, it keeps me on track or maybe it motivates me or it points out when I do need to improve on something. And what I always say to that is, no, our, our inner critic is, is never good. And there are lots of um, reasons for that. Um, but the thing that we want to remember is that I think sometimes people can think their inner critic is part of God's voice speaking to them, God um, admonishing them or um, instructing them or so forth and so on. And the thing I always like to remind people is God's voice is never shaming. Like Mm -hmm. God, just like you said, God never shames us. God never mocks us. He never teases us. He's never mean. And so if you hear that voice in your spirit and it's mocking or it's teasing or it's so mean and critical or it's shaming, that is not God. That is not God speaking to you because that is not how God speaks to his children. And that is not how he feels about his children. And so I I think that's also really helpful to remember is that this voice I hear, that is not God speaking to me. That is not what God um, wants me to hear um, in my, in my life. It is not truth. Um, These are, are lies. And then, you know, just to go back for a second to, one other thing that you said about the feelings. Yes, I think with our self-worth journey, identifying feelings and becoming more emotionally aware is like half the battle. Um, I think it's such an important part of it. And I always encourage people to just be emotionally curious. That's it. You just want to be curious. You want to notice the feeling. You want to go, hmm, what's that about? What am I feeling? Where did that come from? What triggered it? Just notice it like clouds floating by, just like you said, objectively and just with a curiosity, no value judgment, no evaluation, no assessment, just a curiosity. Um, and that is plays such a big role in um, regaining um, our worth from the, the external things in our life. And then the other thing that I forgot to say a second ago, so let me just throw this in there, um, which this is connected to what we were 
saying earlier, community is really important in our self-worth journey and sharing with people when we are struggling, sharing with people when we're in a shame spiral, reaching out to to a friend and saying, oh my goodness, I'm really spiraling today. I'm just feeling, just my worth is just feeling so attacked because I'm not getting anything done or because I don't feel good about myself and how I look or whatever the case may be. And just sharing our story, speaking that shame, that is so, so important to um, to begin freeing ourselves um, and freeing our worth from those lies. So I just wanted to throw that in there as well. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. Yes, I absolutely love everything you've shared, Maisie. And I know that oh, everybody you. listening, yes, it's just so, it's so much to think about. And I know that it's a big topic, everybody. It's just, it is a big topic. And I encourage you listening, you know, maybe rewind, listen again, take notes. Um, Anything you want to leave listeners with, um, anything that they can take into their, you know, maybe a practice this week that they can take into their daily lives. Most of my listeners are busy moms, um, Mm -hmm. so I don't want to overwhelm them or add too much to somebody's plate. But I think just thinking about maybe a simple step someone can take this week to to really work on knowing that they are worthy, knowing that they are inherently worthy, no matter what they do, that they are loved. Um, And any last thoughts you want to leave our listeners with? Yes, I think that is great. And and yes, we want simple and easy, not overwhelming and difficult. And and I would say the first step in this journey is even even if you don't believe it, even if you're not there yet, to begin to tell yourself the truth. I am worthy. I am loved. I am worthy and I'm loved not because of anything I do, not because of anything I can do, not because of of anything, but simply because I am a beautiful creation from a loving, good, good God. And my worth comes from him, not from anything that I can do. And so just really beginning to tell ourselves that truth. When you wake up in the morning, I am worthy, regardless of what happens today, I'm worthy and I'm enough. And when you go to sleep at night, as you're closing your eyes, regardless of what happened today, I am worthy and I'm enough and I'm loved. And so I think that step, just trying to be intentional about reminding ourselves of the truth writing that down on a post-it note. And like I said, sticking it on a mirror or on a cabinet, that is a little step you can take that might seem inconsequential, um, but it actually um, is huge in beginning to change and rewire that negative shame-based thinking um, in your mind. Yes. So good. And so simple. And I am a huge believer in affirmations. Yeah. I am going to add this to my morning affirmations, actually, and start saying these out loud myself. So thank you, Maisie. I yes, too. Yes. Oh, well, thank you. Thanks for chatting with me today. This has been fun. Yeah, it's been so fun. And then, you know, how can people find you after this and connect with you and learn more about you? Yes, you can find me on my website, MaisieRobinson.com. You can also follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Cultivate Atlanta. That's the handle for both Instagram and Facebook, Cultivate Atlanta. I post every day on those accounts um, 
tips and resources and thoughts and words of encouragement. So it's a, it's a fun place to, to hang out on our Instagram and Facebook pages. And then you can also find me on Cultivate's website, cultivateatlanta.com. Perfect. Thanks, Maisie. I appreciate you being here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This was great. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much for listening to 500 Seconds to Joy. To connect with Maisie Robinson after this, all the links are in the show notes. Also, don't forget to schedule your free faithful focus session with me. Talk to you soon. Bye for now.